Sip and Listen, the podcast meant to inspire, challenge, and empower collaboration while taking actions that matter. With your host, beauty maker Christina Wartz, media princess, Carrie Keller, and the lover of all things marketing, Elisa Lane. Did you fall out of love with your marketing? Are you ready to reconnect with your audience and grow beyond your own limitations? Get to the Ellen Sparks Agency and demand a spark session right away. Spark sessions are tailored just for you, the busy, growing business owner looking to bring the sparks back. EllenSparksAgency.com. And that's Ellen with only one L for Love Your Marketing. Hey, hey, happy Tuesday. Hi, Hi Carrie. Okay, so this one here is like... Uh, oh, Granison's going off. It's, it's in and out. How are you, Granison? I hear you. You know we're live, right? I do now. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. I think that's perfect confidence talking right there. That's right. Like, fix this now. That's right. Awesome. So how was your weekend, Carrie? I need to tell you how my weekend was. You will never believe what I did. I probably will. What did you do? I went camping. No, yes. I don't believe it. Yeah, I do. Well, okay, let me, let me come clean. Okay, so Cooper and his um, lacrosse friends and their parents, we all, we're all really great friends. Um, one of our friends has property north of like an hour north of Flagstaff so and how was it let me just say I'm glad that one of my other friends Amber is a princess too because we did we stayed out there all day but we went to a hotel room that night oh that's so funny <laughs> I know we did not make it and then we went home the next night so just one night no we, well yeah because we ended up going home the next night but we stayed until like it was about time for everyone to go to bed well, I'm wondering if our guests today know about camping I know one of them possibly does because he's actually pretty like, you could pretty much get us out of any trouble we get into. I'm, I'm waiting for you to kind of see how you finish that one. <laughs> I did. How'd I do? <laughs> any trouble we get into, uh, you could probably help us out. Yes. Well, I don't know about that one. I really? mean, I'm, I'm getting a little older now, so I, I choose my battles a little bit more. All right, maybe we need both you of them. You could airlift yeah. us out. Yeah, well, we, we could airlift you out. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's fine. But, uh, I'm and Granison could talk us through it. Yes. I mean... And kung fu, either way. You, you, oh, you, that's you, right. We can make a choice that's here. Right. Exactly. Oh wait, now the kung fu. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting my back towards you too much anymore. Yeah, you're kung right. Kung fu side. Okay. Exactly. This, I got you. So, <laughs> he's, got, he's, got, he's got the muscle. I got the lift for the wings. How there you that go. Sound? There you go. All right, we got the confidence in the house. So confidence in flight is the name of the show, and uh, Granison and I have actually done a couple of events. We've done a couple of sip and listens. We have one that's coming up. Let's well, not a sip and listen, but it's actually one of our partners. We do the Chandler side, we do the Scottsdale side, and the Chandler side is coming up in two weeks, one week? On Wednesday, the 17th? On the 17th yes. of this month in Chandler. So you want to look this up. What's the name of it? It is the www called Wisdom, Wellness, and Wealth. And you can go to sudurintl.com slash buildyourwealth, and all the information is there. And we could probably find it on Facebook. I'll share yeah, it as well yeah, on our page. Yep. And Facebook. Um, it's a great time to just connect with new people. Um, you learn from eight amazing speakers. Sometimes it's six, mm -hmm. um, depending on which one we're talking about. And then our next one, our sip and talk, will be August 20th with a location to be announced. It will be in Scottsdale, and we have some new surprises coming up. So, Ooh, yeah, wait and see. I know. I always nice. like good surprises. Um, and then our <laughs> second guest is Todd. Okay, so Todd and Carrie and I have I know, actually I, known Todd for, we were saying, I like kind of over feel three like years. It's a family reunion, kind of. I know. It's been a long time. And he I, brought champagne. Oh, yes. So if you're ever wondering Woo! what we're Car sipping. Car yeah. Carrie swindled that one. 
<laughs> you know, I book. There's she's like got amazing confidence <laughs> when it comes to talking about like literally champagne. eight reminders. Don't forget. <laughs> really? Okay, I Don't think that's a little excessive. Yeah. It's probably okay. coming from me. Guess? I'm sorry, seven. <laughs> that's actually, Elisa, I was thinking about it. Me and you have actually known each other since probably easily 2011, 2012. Has it been that long? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think about it, actually. I forget Because then we reconnected over at, at, at uh, Jetset. I think we... I think we met actually at one oh, of um, Dana Lamb's party. So Dana, so funny. Dana was on the show yeah. last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll have to tell the world. Small world, man. I know. City of three million plus, and I think it was like a tie thing, wasn't it? An event, and <laughs> yes, he went out to the car and got me a tie because I did not have a tie. Yes, yes. And I felt out of Always place. That was, my, that was, was my lame attempt. <laughs> that was my lame attempt of, at game. So I was like, "Wow, I have a tie in my car. Let me go get that tie." I'm very back. So yeah. Ah, uh, awesome! <laughs> what do you know about that, points. Grandison? I know about ties. Yeah, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> of course. And cigars. And cigars and whiskey. All right, oh, so man. this yes. is funny because I don't even know where to take this conversation. There's so much here. Like there's cigars. There's great dress, like confidence on the dressing level, which is the nonverbal cues. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Where I'm do you want to stop? I'm toned down a little bit today. So Definitely. Since the last the time I saw you. Yes, I see, know. See, no. Usually yes. there's cufflinks. Cufflinks. The French cuffs. I know. The ascot. Cigar if, he's, if he's toned down, I'm really oh toned down. Oh my gosh. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really toned yes, down. exactly. Oh, sometimes we do need a video for this. I know. Down. I told you that. I know. Next time. Love sometimes it. it may be better that we don't. Elisa, <laughs> <laughs> do you have that tie I could borrow? I think it turned into a bow tie. I think I have. <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> Somehow. Wow. Uh, okay, so I just found out the name of your company has an interesting definition. Yes. What is that again? So, Seduri, or in French, Sedue, means. Say that one more time, I think we missed it. Sedue. You know how I love French. Yeah. I know. Whoa. It means magnetic, alluring, attractive. That's exactly what Seduri is. I like it. Mm -hmm. Alluring. Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> Alluring. No, the French word. Sedue. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Would you like me to switch seats with you? <laughs> 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 it might nice. be the champagne. Definitely no, the champagne. No, it's the French. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> so the nonverbal cues, no. this is interesting, because you ever use this for, I know you use this for business mainly. Absolutely. But in relationships, how does that work out? Oh, geez, all even better in relationships, because there's a lot of nonverbal cues and, and it's a, everything we talk about has a dual purpose, is a duality. So I'm giving nonverbal cues and at the same time, I'm reading and receiving nonverbal cues because it's all communication, right? So that's why we focus on communication and confidence. You always show up communicating and you always show up with a level of confidence. And there's no separating the two, that's one of my quotes. And so when we're talking about relationships and we've identified 12 different areas of confidence and one of those is relationship confidence. And so understanding nonverbal cues in relationships, oh yeah. It can be totally different from business communication, of course, and confidence, but it's definitely there when, it, when talking about relationships. I'm great with the business ones, it's the relationship ones I could use. Yeah. Well, do you think yeah. it's always conscious? No, 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 no. Ooh, no. A really? lot of it's non-conscious. Yes, especially, especially like those little micro expressions from your face. All those things are very, very I'm, I'm doing my best right now. Yeah. I think the first time I met, I'm like, okay, Grandison, how'd I do? <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah, was like, no, you're fine, you're fine. I'm not always evaluating, but I am in evaluation mode. Oh, no, mode, come on, so we're design. always evaluating. Oh, but, 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 you you're right, you're right. We are, but I'm talking about for more That's business purposes. That's exactly. Right, we're right. always like evaluating. We're always evaluating, like, always why do you judging. look at me just now? What's exactly, going on? we're always judging. 
when you walk in the room, someone looks at you, they start judging, start calculating. It's, it's innate. We can't help it. Mm. So it's important to deliver the right message the very first time or the, left, the message that you want to deliver on purpose versus by default delivering some other message that you don't want to deliver. So you created the system to actually increase the profit when thinking about business yes. through communication. <clears throat> Absolutely. And that's one thing that most people, most organizations, most entrepreneurs don't know how to do is how to utilize nonverbal communication because it's a soft skill. They don't know how to measure it. And what so do you mean you by a soft skill? I know like, so that's like the big thing now. Sure. So soft skills, um, well, hard, let me talk about hard skills. So hard skills are the ones you go to school for to learn, right? They're all the ones you've, you've been uh, attributed to because of some sort of training. Those hard skills, what you do for work, if you're an engineer, whatever, those are hard skills. So then the soft skills are how you interact with people. And in fact, if you're not familiar with the term digital transformation, we're in industry 4.0 right now, uh, when you have more robotics and AI coming into play, a lot of the hard skills are going away. Or they'll be replaced by AI, machine learning, and other sorts of um, uh, robotics. So now they're saying that the soft skills are even more so important because they don't foresee AI or robots managing people in the future but you're still going to have to have that inter in that interaction, and that's important. So the soft skills are how you deal with people, the verbal, nonverbal, visual communication as well. So shaking hands. Shaking hands. Eye contact. Eye contact. Proxemics. Tone. Yep. Tone or paralinguistics. Para exactly. Appearance, symbols, and um, and artifacts. All those nonverbal communication skills. Smile. Feeling like self-conscious yep. right now. You what am I saying? That what am I saying? <laughs> what am I really right saying? Now, what am right? I really saying? And that's that's something else that's very prevalent. There, there's a lot of time people are talking, but their body is saying something totally, totally Ooh. different. And how do like, you relax hmm. in all that? Yeah, like, how can you even be you, or is it something that you train to actually be train. so aware of it train. that it's automatic? Definitely trained. It's not innate. It's something that you have to be consciously aware of and around all the time and know how to communicate that way sounds like a lot of self-control it's very much self-control in fact we in fact there's we call the five parts of the self so we always lead with self-confidence because that's the one that's most visible but in fact there's four other ones which is self-image self-worth self self-esteem uh, uh, self and then self-control self-control is being the hardest one Oof. of all that's that's a bear yeah self-control self-control okay so you actually do something that takes a lot of consciousness when you were working um as an ent mm -hmm. like being calm is probably the number one thing coming into an emergency and probably not usually that easy when someone's freaking out or bleeding out or something no. like that uh it's interesting you mentioned that because uh, when you were speaking i actually thought of this i I've given some speeches before on, on the parallels between the business world and the first responder world. Um, and one of the things I try and tell people is, as painful as it can be sometimes, go look at some of the, the videos of the first responders during 9-11. Um, that's one of the most heavily recorded um, mm. uh, incidences in, in, in the last you know, 20 years. And but you I, assisted I, in that as well. Yes. Yeah, I was at, uh, on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, I was at Tower 2 for wow. the uh, rec wow. rescue and recovery. Um, but what I try and tell people is, obviously, you know, there's a chaoticness going around, <laughs> but watch the first responders as they came in. None of them were running. None of them were, uh, had a look of fear on their face. They had a job to do. They had a mission to do. 
and they were heavily trained for that. And uh, so to answer your question a little bit, yes, you know, but it doesn't come without a lot of training and also a lot of uh, uh, hard skin, basically, after seeing, you know, some of the things you've, you've, you've done. So, yeah, I mean, you, you have to go in with an even cool face. I mean, there's a lot of times in, in the area that I grew up in, uh, we would even get shot at. Um, we, you know, was, during the 90s and early 2000s, we had to wear bulletproof vests a lot of times. So you had to go into things realizing that you weren't going to have a cop presence. Uh, you had to go in there and take care of business um, uh, without a lot of uh, protection. So you had to just rely on your skills and, and, and the time that you had on the job. Do you think that holding all that emotion in is something that shows up later? Or is it something that, I mean, as someone that's been through something like that and like were there after effects and I'm kind of getting to something, mm-hmm. but I'd love to kind of get your theory on it. Yeah, actually, it's, it's very interesting to actually speak with somebody like yourself because um, I've battled this in the business world because I came from a first responder world that was very reactive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also, uh, if you want to really dive into it, very high cortisol level, very high stress, very high yeah. um, uh, environment where uh, I, I've always told people that if we're just sitting around having a few beers, I'll probably seem confusing a little bit, but the moment a car accident happens in front of me, you'll see me go right into mode, and I will work with precision. And that's because we were always so used to working in a heightened environment. So when you come into the business side of things, people expect you to be calm, relaxed, confident. And so when you're so used to, for many years, working in a high-stress environment, um, that's had to be a, uh, uh, the only way I could put it, I've had to chameleon uh, a lot. Uh, to, to be taken seriously in the business world and stuff because most people don't understand that fire EMS uh, world um, that we were in. So you had to really kind of sway between the two. And, and that was not easy. Um, um, but uh, we're here, so hopefully it's done halfway decent. But it was a constant battle for that. I hope that kind of answers your question. It does. A bit. Yeah. Was that kind of what caused the... I know you have a new nonprofit coming on and... Um, I love the name of it, by the way, beyondcode3.org. Um, was that part of the reason why that was launched, or was there something else behind that? Yeah, actually, you, you know, uh, when we first met, Lisa, there was a lot of that. Uh, I don't want to use the, the word fake because that sounds bad, but there was a lot of having to uh, switch from one business to or one industry to another. And I realized for myself that uh, uh, I finally admitted uh, really five years ago that a lot of the things that happened in my life previously were from uh, the effects of PTSD. Um, and uh, it, it's a hard ownership when you look back and you realize some of the things that happened were basically not your fault, but part of something. Um, mm-hmm. Because we're, we're taught, you get on the truck, you go do your job, you come back, you don't talk about it, and you go home and you deal with the things you need to do. So. What I realized about five years ago, beyond Code 3 at the time, I didn't have the name for it, but um, I realized there was so much loss. There was, I, I lost my wife uh, uh, through a divorce. Um, you know, uh, the, the financial crash of 08 didn't help with that either. I don't know if any of us have had stories about 08 and 09. Oh, yeah. Um, I've done that. So all <laughs> those things combined, and uh, I don't want to take up too much time with uh, talking about it, but... It really took five years to culminate of a lot of therapy, a lot of times, a lot of realization and ownership that uh, when I came out of it, I guess per se, um, I started seeing a ton of fire, EMS, police, people pulling me off the side and asking me, how did you do it? 
because you know you were able to go out of this and go into a business setting where quite frankly we're not dunder mifflin selling paper we're selling something to the high net worth folks and that's not an easy switch and i did i just was doing it out of out of uh having to survive i needed to make a living and i enjoy and i kind of enjoy the thrill of it you sure, know yeah. um and so there was tons of families that were being affected and so the long story short beyond code three came from there's there's tons of charities out there that are amazing doing things for advocacy for ptsd but there was a lot of negativity towards uh towards them because they use the word suicide a lot, unfortunately. Um, there's a lot of suicides that are happening. Uh, fire and EMS suicides are increasing to the same amount, close to the same amount as military is. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last two years, I've had eight of my friends uh, commit suicide oh uh, that I've worked no with. And so it really hit me. I, I hit a pinnacle in the career a little bit. Um, the, the, the business is doing okay. And I started to realize we got to start saving families and, 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 and relationships. And so what Beyond Code 3 is going to turn into is um, financial assistance. Uh, I actually got this from a very, very good friend of mine. Uh, she runs a charity called Arizona Cancer Foundation for Children. Her name is Chrissy Finari. And her daughter was uh, passed away from cancer, and she realized that a lot of the families needed help with just finances paying their mortgages, paying their cars. So it hit me. I'm like, well, there's tons of charities out there helping with advocacy, and here's a number to call. But most of these police, fire, EMS, they're making less than 50000 or 60000 a year. Even some of these private ambulance companies that you see these EMTs and paramedics working for, they're making the bare minimum of 13 bucks an hour. My closest friend that I have was a paramedic for eight years for a local company here and retired making fourteen seventy-five an hour. So if you're trying to cover the cost of an EMDR treatment that's 200 to 250 bucks an hour, you do that twice a month, that's half of your rent. And so what we're doing is we're kind of, I stole a little bit from Chrissy, <laughs> um, but we're looking at covering at least two uh, mental health sessions with the first responder and their spouse and or girlfriend or whoever in hopes for a good year to try and get them in to save those marriages, save those relationships, and ultimately try to save lives too. Important. Mm, well, well fun. thank you for doing that. Yeah, I yeah, it's sorry. Awesome. Needed. That's no, awesome. and I think it's wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Like yeah. when I read that in your bio and what you were up to, I, I didn't even know about that until I got the information. Yeah, I've yeah. kept it pretty. It's it's going to probably launch around January. Right now, I'm, I'm kind of one of those that likes to do things a little methodical. So we had to get through Ion, or my 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 primary company, through the summertime. We've had a, a huge uh, new group of people start, so I have to get them mentored. We opened up an LA office, so. Getting oh, wow. them ramped up and stuff like that. So I'm trying to do it methodical so we can do it right. And what is Ion for someone that hasn't heard about oh. Ion Jets, which, yeah. I mean, they must be living under a rock somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Ion Jets is a company I started in 2013. I've been in the private jet industry arguably since 2004. Um, in 13, again, I was through that transfer. Uh, I was going through a transformation about what I wanted to do with my life. Um, the previous company I worked with was a very, very hardcore cutthroat. Most of the guys that uh, started those businesses worked with Jordan Belfort and the Wolf of Wall Street, so you could tell the mentality that they had. I learned a lot of lessons from them on aggressiveness and um, persuasion, but it wasn't my personality. So in, I, in 2013, after the crash uh, kind of had its play, um, I wanted to start a company that has a positive approach, and that's our tagline, is a positive approach to private aviation. And again, uh, Steve Jobs said this once before, you never can connect the dots looking forward, you can look backwards. And so starting uh, back then, I could see where it was leading up to 
you know, we wanted to have a positive approach to the, our, our private aviation community, but also now giving back, you know, with Code 3 and stuff like that, using the proceeds and things like that from ION through the community. Um, and it was just, at the time, I didn't know it, but uh, we've done well. We've been going on for a few good years now, and i and, uh, um, very proud of it. And uh, uh, it's time to take the next step with it a little bit. And I know before Code 3, with ION Jets, you've been doing a lot of philanthropic and charity work as well. I, I try to. I, there's not a lot of press about it. Um, anybody who knows me will, will know that I, I don't like my name attached to some things. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, when we helped out with Hurricane uh, Harvey, I think it was, yeah, in Texas, um, I was actually really upset the news showed up because uh, we just wanted to kind of go out there and, and, uh, and do our thing. But we had a, a, myself, a few of our staff from the, uh, our, our good friends over at the Jet Set magazine, uh, we went, we got uh, two full trucks full of supplies, and then we also went out there with a crew of first responders, and we were on boats uh, getting people out of um, nursing homes and things like that and taking them to dialysis appointments. So it was fun. Nice. It's important work. Yeah. So you have access to over 5,000 aircrafts worldwide, and this is a membership. But what I love is that you have access that we can actually call you in in four hours be on a plane. So by 3.30, Carrie and I could be on our way to Vegas. Is that a hint? Is that what you're trying to... If it's not, <laughs> let me go ahead and tell you that We, can, we can check with Brandon. Was that Brandon the sales part? Were you looking, on that? I've known you long enough. You were giving me that look like, Vegas. 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 No. Oh, yes, Grannison wants right. to come oh, too. Work. I just... You know, I we're just got in. the, yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah Granison's in. Absolutely. picked up Grannison. on my non-verbals. Okay. <laughs> we're all yeah. going to Vegas. <laughs> Hi. Um, no, Travis you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cheers to Vegas. I can just feel it. Rachel, I'm I sorry. You have to go to the office still. <laughs> we got to work. But no. Um, work trip. So road trip. Uh, so yes, long story short, we took about two years to really uh, work with our network partners of our, uh, that provide the aircraft to us for a wholesale rate. Obviously, we need to put some food on the table. Sometimes I like the lights on, and sometimes I like steaks. So we, they realize <laughs> that we have to have a margin on it. Um, so we, we go from a wholesale to a little bit underneath the retail rate. Um, and in response to how the market has been in the last few years, we've lowered our margins uh, to be more competitive. But uh, we've also had a membership base that has a lot of value-based uh, uh, additives to it. Um, is there different levels to the membership or is it just one? No, I like to keep cost? it simple, uh, partially because I probably wouldn't remember it in a sales pitch. But can you sign on on like the website? Um, actually, right now it's more of an interest uh, contact form on the website. But actually, uh, it's funny you mentioned that in the next about three weeks, we have a great gentleman who's um, building a very interactive website. Um, and uh, you, you'll be able to do uh, you'll be able to sign up online and do that. Um, we actually have two programs, our 180 program and our 360 program. Um, in the last few years, we've realized that a lot of people are really wanting to stretch their budget with what's called empty legs, aircraft that are repositioning from one point to another. Uh, so we created what's called an API uh, to talk to about four of the largest booking engines um, that tells us where aircraft are at. And uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you get a list that's tailored to you. So, like, if we're in Scottsdale here, we could actually tailor it to Scottsdale uh, so you don't get bombarded with emails um, about all the empty legs that are out in this area. And uh, we could do that anywhere in the world, and we only charge 250 bucks for that membership for the year. It's kind of a lead-in. And those flights really aren't that much. No, we just did a – we actually just did a Los Angeles to Las Vegas on a Gulfstream aircraft, which Gulfstream is – if anybody's not familiar with it, it's the creme de la creme. It's what every rap it group talks about. 
Uh, we that trip would normally be about ten grand, and we were able to get somebody on it for fifteen hundred bucks. So um, it, those are kind of ni- nice lead-ins for people to kind of see what nice, we do, and, nice. and leads up to the three hundred and sixty membership. Well, I know Granison's all about the tailored fit, so we're actually going to be right back and talk more about confidence and how to dress to actually win the part. We'll be right back. Let's face facts. Your business is either growing or dying. Limeware Promotions wants to help your business grow. The strategy is not only to get seen, but remembered. And that's where Limeware comes in. We're here to help you come up with some fun and catchy promotional ideas so you get seen and remembered. At Limeware, we are ready to take on all your promotional needs from custom embroidery hats and screen print shirts all the way to business cards and pens. Limeware Promotions. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and let the growing begin. Do you dream of having long, luxurious hair? Now that dream can be reality with the help of Christina Wirtz's expertise in beaded hair extensions. Christina, owner of Haven Salon Healing in Scottsdale, wants you to feel sexy and confident again, no matter what your age. Whether you're looking for Instagram-worthy mermaid hair or you want the thickness back that you used to have, these extensions are the safest and highest quality on the market today. Christina blends them perfectly into your hair so that you can style it up, down, straight, wavy. Painless, easy, and affordable. Call to book your free consultation today with beauty maker Christina at 480-788-8880. That's 480-788-8880. Really? Oh, we got a shout out to Christina, the beauty maker with the mayor. What is it? No, I'm lost. Mermaid hair. Mermaid hair. Yes, we all want mermaid hair. Do we want mermaid hair? No. Granison. Um, I've chosen to go in the opposite direction on you the really mermaid have. hair. <laughs> yes. The complete opposite direction. So it looks yes. great. Yeah. You got thumbs up <laughs> Thank from you. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, from Robin. She's a That's, tough one too. She is tough uh, to tough beat. One. Yeah, Uh-oh. she's tough. Her rating system is <laughs> rating <laughs> system. Serious stuff. That's funny. That's why the whole time I'm sitting here and I look at her and she's like <laughs> you missed hey, Todd. Googly eyes. Googly eyes. Googly eyes. Oh, she's looking at me. Oh, oh, oh man. man. Yasmin, I got you. I got you, Yasmin. <laughs> this is all covered up. Art. <laughs> oh, boy. Your partner. I'm mentioning your partner in crime. Yes, partner in crime. How is Yasmin. she? She's great. She's awesome. She's fabulous. She's confident. I got to see you guys at the anniversary party of Casablanca. Yeah. Ten nice. years. Yeah. 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 The weekend to that. You know, I don't know. Was it the weekend? I, I don't know. Sometimes. I yeah. That's probably why. You didn't get the text. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the text. <laughs> I didn't get the text. Oh, yeah, it was uh, fun. No, it is good. My service yeah. was spotty. No. Todd, do you do cigars? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. so Granison also has a cigar club. Oh, do you? Yes. What is it? Where, where is that? Prestige Cigar Society. We actually are a roaming cigar club. We go from venue to venue oh, nice. and host events, and we partner with the local cigar, cigar bars here. So nice. Our members can we get roam on a private jet, or is that frowned upon? You can smoke on a jet. Hey. It might be a $1,000 cleaning charge. We, may have, to, we may have to call our friends guy, from Scotchdale yeah. <laughs> on yes. this. It seems like a Scotchdale type of night. That's right. Scotchdale. Yeah, have you I heard like of Scotchdale yet? Yeah. No, I have not. Oh, my God. Where have loop. you been? Way far north than that. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> middle of nowhere. You guys, I think you know uh, my house is like in the middle of nowhere. It but, is. But yeah, okay, sorry. Right. But yes, Scotchdale. Yeah, that's Scotchdale nice. Scotchdale and yeah. cigars. Scotch wow. and cigars, yes. Yeah, you did the bacon night. How did that go? That was awesome. 
very good bacon. How could it not be a, awesome? The bacon flavor was molasses whiskey bacon. Get out. And then we had Did you bring some for us? Uh, I ate it all. I'm sorry. Right. I, it was. Shame I made sure. You. Yeah. Shame, shame, shame. There was no shame on my side. I love that bacon. It was. It was really good. We had 130 whiskeys out there, and what? you could uh, got drink tickets. You could just choose which one you want, and just. They overpoured, of course, because that's the way there. we do. Well, we always Travis over there? <laughs> Travis was there. Oh, I had him do a slight Travis. presentation, yeah. and and then he uh, poured some of his whiskey around Very the group. Nice. So I got to admit, I'm man crushing right now. I You're talking whiskey, bacon, whiskey, bacon, bacon, cigars. Yes. Yes. You've seen you know, his ass like, now, now I'm giving the googly eyes. I'm like, oh, it's like, oh. hi. <laughs> too funny. It's too I believe funny. in matching our guests. Why, why, why did he move his chair back like three feet? <laughs> yes, exactly. So, all good. All right. So when it comes to confidence at work, yes. What is like? Okay, you have twenty. What is it? Forty-two different yeah. leadership skills. Yes. Okay, can you give us like three so we don't like go crazy today? Sure, like one's communication skills, right? That's the main one we lead in with. You're always communicating. Other one is interpersonal skills, how you deal with a wide variety of people. Of course, if you're in an organization, you have to be able to talk up the organization and down the organization and horizontally cross-departmental as well, right? So you have to have that communication going for you. And then... One other one is uh, observation skills. Have to be observing. If you're a mentor, if you're a leader, you have to have that observation skill intact. And so you can correct and so you can self-correct and, and be on point with your subordinates and your, uh, your team. This was a kind of like, I've, I've always heard this theory and mm-hmm. I like it. Speaking into your audience. Yes. So not so much of just like getting whatever you think needs to be get out, <laughs> but to really know what your aud- audience is ready for. Correct. And speaking yes. into that. So how do you do that during a live event? Is it something you're always gauging? Always gauging. You're always gauging. And you're looking at nonverbal cues. You're looking at their, their, them in their eyes to see if you're losing them. And so what's Todd looking, telling you right now? Todd's saying, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. I want some more coffee. See, there you go. He's picked up the coffee cup. There he goes right there. I think Carrie wants me right <laughs> now. Me a little we bit. should ask him what he thinks our top two skills are. No, don't ask I'm him verbal. that. I think we should. Okay, let's I want to know. Uh, your top two skills? Yes. Oh, you're nonverbal. De- nonverbal? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to go verbal. Oh, you can uh, do that so, too. do it. We do focus on yes. three. Actually, we talk about there's okay. the nonverbal, there's the verbal, then the visual communication, right? All three. So, so you want to know about nonverbal. That I want to know about all of them. Okay. <laughs> I want to know. I don't want to know. Carrie like. is our media princess for a reason. Okay. <laughs> okay. So your verbal communication skills are, you're, you're, you're very eloquent. I like the way you speak and well, it's very you. nice and flowy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're authentic. That's the one thing that I, needs, that yeah, that's the one thing that most people try to, they, they miss sometimes un, on purpose or just by default. They just, just being authentic. They kind of close up and not let their personality really hang out. That's, so that's good. You do that awesome. pretty well. So non-verbal, that's the verbal, right? That's, that's the verbal, verbal. Yeah. Okay, so nonverbal. So nonverbal communication. Um, <laughs> if I go, so there's nine types of nonverbal. You can read into there's, all that. There's, there's, there was no, a deep okay. breath. <laughs> there's nine types of nonverbal communication that, that we te- talk about, right? Nine mm-hmm. types. And one is appearance. And so you have, right now, you have on black. Now, people can go really deep into colors. I don't like doing into that, going into that because that can say totally, total opposite. I dress opposite of my, what they call my colors, what color aura. And I'm like, no, nah, that doesn't work on me. But understanding how you dress right now and your appearance, very lax, professional, sexy, that kind of thing. So 
I just put it out. So, 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 so it's just right, right. So it's just yeah, those sorts of things. So I'll just keep it right there and just and go roll. So is that it? That's what I'll keep her. Right. Yeah, too. I'm not the only one. Yes. Right, right. There you go. Feeling some kind of way today, I'm right? Definitely not the only one. What? <laughs> this is this okay. is so really? decent. Whoa. This is so decent. That, that was verbal, nonverbal. <laughs> this is so decent. I like that. Hello, girls. <laughs> Tons Rachel. Tons and Alex. <laughs> 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 Told you it wasn't that kind of show. <laughs> wow. Awesome. All right, we do have a morality clause we have to remember. Yeah, step on it every week. So um, we're going to continue. <laughs> Stays in the studio. So what, that's what I'm what saying. What is Todd's verbal nonverbal? Oh boy. <laughs> okay, so don't move. So don't there, move. All right, all right, there you go. So I, what, I, I always say that. Hold I always on. say that first because people they, they they like to try to move. So right mm. now it's just saying. Ah, so you move. See. Oh, he, oh, had, he had his yeah. he had his mouth covered yes. over. Right. Yes. He's looking down. Yeah, uh, I know he's in listening mode and kind of observation mode uh, because we're here in the studio. But typically, someone would read that like, oh, I, I, I don't want to be bothered. Oh, because they're, because they're, more... they're looking away, looking down, have their mouth covered, not ready to talk, and then they close. Because I think it's more he's got a lot to say, but he knows yes. he probably shouldn't. I heard the morality clause, so <laughs> I'm just kind of keeping my morality. mouth. And that's right here. <laughs> yeah. that's, only, that's only for Carrie, though. So, and I stomp on it every so week. So if you're at a networking event, the way he was sitting wouldn't be a way to attract people. We mm-hmm. teach people how to utilize your nonverbal communication the skills to attract, part. to be alluring, magnetic. Exactly. I think we got, I'm paying attention. Yes, we that yes, part. Yes, exactly. I think we got that part. Yeah, you, you got that part really well. Woo! So then, but it, it works you every time. You just explained my dating life right no, now. <laughs> See, there we go. <laughs> we have to have a kidding. talk offline then. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, is that true? How you do one thing is how you do all things, isn't it? Typically, it okay. can be, yeah, yeah. By default, yes. Interesting. But if you're aware, then no, because you can turn it on, and turn it off. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Yeah. This so is fun. Yeah. So like that's it. that's what you're. No, no, it's so. it's actually very interesting you say that because I've I've actually been often uh, told that uh, I could be uh, kind of confusing, mm-hmm. and I think that's where it kind of comes from. Uh, you know. That comes from the previous career as well too. Sure. A lot of yep. times we're told to sit back, yep. take it in, evaluate, observe, and then yep. at, and observe yep. and then ask. Yep. And so it is kind of interesting. I, I do often process. I always consider yep. myself a computer. Oh yeah, this means process. you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This yeah. means you're thinking. Mm-hmm. You're He's definitely got another side. I'll tell yeah. you right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> that, but that's what's I'll funny about right it. Now. Is once I'm, I've always been, and this is really, uh, I would probably say in the last ten years. Um, I, I used to be extremely social, extremely extroverted. And in the last 10 years, I've kind of been more of like a, uh, I have a small tribe, mm-hmm. small group of people. Right. And it takes a lot for me to kind of, you know, open that door to it. Sure. And so it is funny, like my network and like when I go networking, like it'll take, it'll tooth and nail for people to pull me out to go to network events. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. Rachel, you go, you know, um, but it is yeah. interesting. I kind of associate it with the, you know, it, and I don't mean this to have any arrogance attached to it, but we've had like a little bit of success. So I'm kind of at a point where I'm okay. I end my day at six o'clock. I go home. I have my dinner with my friends and yep. stuff like that. But it is funny though. And I think you guys could attest to this at first. Uh, one of my really good friends told me, she's like, I think people are confused at first because you could kind of see right through them sometimes. But once they get to know you, sure. then I'm a big goofball. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. you've seen us in the office. Definitely. I mean, we have the most 
craziest sense of humor in the office and and so once once that kind of opens up but it but it is funny yeah. the first impression is yeah. not is 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 very confusing yeah, to people. Yeah. and i own yeah. it i don't mind it but it's at the same time it's yeah. it's uh if i was new in my career that might be a, a hindrance but right. now i'm kind of like eh. yeah yeah you know yeah. what i mean but yeah it's it's, it's a great observation <laughs> yeah and i also have that quiet southern bell side too uh-huh I yes i do no, I do not. Not with not when the mic's in front. Of I hear a little sure. accent there though, oh, too. Definitely. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> Southern Bell. Yes. Kind of leads to the next question actually. When does communication break down? When is it when does the breakdown happen? Well, when it happens cuz it's going to happen. It's going to like, happen. Like it's going to yeah, happen. It happens. Yeah, it's but inevitable. can it affect your bottom line? It can affect your bottom line tremendously. Definitely. In fact, one gentleman we were talking to at the the um, Casablanca 10 year anniversary. Anniversary. Yes. I'm about to say reunion. We both got it too. Yeah, anniversary. Know. We want to have a reunion. He was, he wanted to partner with us on some other opportunity and he was just talking too much. Mm. Too much. And that's exactly. where the communication broke down mm-hmm. for me. It's like, you're talking too much. And then, so what typically happens when you talk too much, people tend to trust you less. And then he got that's to the true. point of being more braggadocious and bodacious about this and that and, and from there on I, he totally lost me so it broke down because it was just the verbal communication was way over the top and it should you should know how to regulate we always talk about balance even in our system we talk about balance and there's a balance to everything it's a balance when you got to know when to, to be quiet and when to shut up so can you ever come back from that you can but it's tough it's going to take more than one time you have that one time to make that first impression and most of the time when people meet you in the first impression, they're looking at you visually, but then they're also thinking, can I trust this person? And that comes with the right amount of conversation, not overboard. And so you can get it back, but it's going to take a much more time than the initial time you, you had at the beginning in order to gain that trust. So have I gained it back yet? From our oh, first no, you're fine. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, totally, you're, you're totally fine. You know that. <laughs> you know that. So you can get, gain it back, but it is very, very tough. It's, it's much extremely harder. extremely tough, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it goes back to reading that room again, like knowing your mm-hmm. audience and yep. what you're talking for. Yep. Hmm. It does. So balance in everything. Balance in communication, verbal, visual, nonverbal. It's almost like when you're sparring, you got to stay on your toes. That's yes. Right. Stay on your toes. You're always on your toes, right? Well, yeah, especially when I'm wearing my heels. Yeah, on my heels. (laughs) (laughs) You have no choice then. Nope, you're always paying attention in heels. I tend not to wear high heels, so I can't relate to that, but I can relate to the martial arts. This is the advantage women have. When we're on our heels, Carrie, Mm -hmm. see if you agree (laughs) to it. It's true. Like, you have to pay attention or you're going down. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Yeah. You have no idea the pain we go through sometimes. I will leave that up to you guys. And you'll never know. ladies. I keep it at like a nice little middle, so... So I don't have it. Like <laughs> she wears flats. <laughs> I'm no problem. <laughs> I have a boot with a little heel. Other than that, other, oh. nah, you know. So I you don't guess. print it out ever? Mm, nah. No. <laughs> I think Prince I did it for the... different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Much, very much so. so. Yeah. Yeah. All, right. All right. So it kind of goes back into attire. How do you dress for the audience? They always say one step above. So if mm. you're going into an audience and you know it's going to be business casual, most people have a dress down, button down what shirt. What if I have a big step? If you have a what? Like I go from like business to like, woohoo. Oh, I do. Yeah, I do. Too. Oh, no, yeah. I'm definitely I, I, no, all I love there. I, yeah. I, but I like doing that. I'm like, that. dress up? Yeah, yeah, because that's my I brand. I get excited. I try to, well, we didn't try. We created a more luxury brand. So our brand is more over the top. So even if 
we are talking to people in jeans and t-shirts, I'll still be talking to, with them on an, with an ascot and and French cuffs. But I can also the way I communicate, I can have the relationship manage the conversation. They don't feel out of place. They don't feel like they're underdressed too much. So, so you always that comfort level. Yep, create that comfort level, and that's yeah. important. Understand how to do that verbally, how to do that with the nonverbals as well. So, so when you take a class with you, is it a course? Is it a class? Is it like a duration of time? I mean, is it yeah, a one-time fix? There's a, no, there is no one-time fix. We can't do a 20-minute session and be done. There, no, Cherry. unfortunately, no. no it. it's, it's, it's like this <laughs> continuous learning environment. So we do one-on-one coaching. There's a few different models. One-on-one coaching, group model coaching, and then we do the class environment as well. Like, for instance, we're running a six-week class right now, and uh, students in there are learning Three weeks of nonverbal communication and three weeks of verbal communication. In fact, today, actually, no, tomorrow, well, the class is going to be on how to create a brand that attracts clients. If we're talking about appearance. So a sexy nice. brand. Hey. Sexy is, it, brand, is it called sexy brand? Professional brand. It's I not just, called sexy I brand, but you can call that. that. You can call <laughs> it that if you off. want. Tomorrow is sexy so brand, y'all. Elisa and I could do like a boot camp. Do you really think we need six weeks? <laughs> you, you know, everyone needs six weeks oh. at least at minimum Give them more champagne. <laughs> at minimum that's right yes uh, yeah, why did you offer me a 72 week course well because <laughs> right. just kind of curious well, if you're saying God, it was recovering of the mouth our entire program is is 48 weeks when you go through the whole entire gamut and most of the time that's more with a business relationship we kind of a lot of entrepreneurs come in at the 24 week they'll do half and then they'll re-up again uh, it's not cheap, but it, it's definitely oh, it's a commitment. It's definitely Woo! a commitment. It is a commitment. <laughs> yes, you're talking once a week for about an hour and a half, at least an hour and a half, week after week after week. So wow. 48 weeks, four weeks off throughout the year. So do you cover romance in the boardroom? Because I know you work with That's your partner. No, no. Yes. So do is we it cover, a no-no? Do we Did cover, I just cover romance in the boardroom? We don't cover it, but sometimes it comes up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, pun, no, no pun intended. Break, no pun I intended. I have no more. Bra- I have no more commercials left. <laughs> no pun intended. That would actually cause a great, great uh, yes. That's a party. Yeah, that's a yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you stuck? gonna let everybody have a moment <laughs> right now? No, Just enjoy that Carrie moment. Yeah, that's funny. That's that was, hilarious. There's my, there my moment. So that's back hilarious. to the boardroom and romance. <laughs> I could go there too, but see, this is <laughs> this is what happens. Always does, and right? it's the practice of like, okay, this is the moment. Yes, it's fun when you're doing this live. It is, <laughs> and why I love podcasting with you. No take backs. No, no, no take, take backs. backs. No, that's right. No, no. Ooh, I forward. have bleeped out some episodes, Ooh. but yeah. not me. Was not nice. yet. How? But yeah, I have. Today is the day. <laughs> She's gonna make sure today is the day. She's committed. I'm yes. always committed. You should. Oh, boy. <laughs> so what happens oftentimes in our class, because we uh, identify and we assess the 12 areas of confidence, one of those is sexual confidence and relationship confidence. And somewhere within the week one and week 12 or week 24, it will come up more than twice. And we address it. <laughs> Right, you may have to say that again. I didn't have my pen in hand. So <laughs> my brain was out of sorts and my glass was empty. So 
going back to this. So going back to that. So we've identified the 12 weeks. I mean, excuse me, the 12 areas of confidence. Sexual we've confidence. Ass- assessed them in week number one. <laughs> I don't think he said 12. <laughs> 12? Yeah. Sexual? No, she's, no, no. 12 areas confidence. of confidence. Areas. Areas. One of those areas is sexual confidence. Ding, ding, ding. Which week is one that? One of those areas is relationship confidence. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Right? And so... It usually comes up between week number one. I, I will say number one. Let's go number two. Week two and week whatever they come in at, say 24, it's going to come up. Do you it ever work with does. like HR and compliance on these issues? Yes, especially with nonverbal communication. We talk about haptics and touching. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How, do that, how do you even approach that? How does that, what's the best way to handle it? Well, <laughs> the best way to handle it is just to bring it up and just put it out on the table, <laughs> yeah. right? No pun intended. I didn't even do that. Just, <laughs> that was not even me. <laughs> just put it out there on the table because it comes up within the organizations from an HR perspective because of mainly because of the Me Too movement. And there's a lot of information that can be communicated non-verbally by touching someone. It's so a lot of misunderstandings. A lot of misunderstandings, yes. exactly. And so we have to be aware how you touch, if you're going to touch, whether you're touching with the palm, or you touch with the finger, where you're touching non-intimate uh, <laughs> areas like the back or rubbing the shoulders versus touching the forearm. Well, what if you notice they're tired? <laughs> if you notice they're tired, then you just tell them to go night-night. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's me and you. <laughs> Time to go night night. Carrie and I have a different HR <laughs> <We> system. <laughs> You're your clearly, own HR. It's clearly different. Yes. Is it clear? Is it that clear? It's, you have communicated <laughs> that it is clearly different. <laughs> this is what happens on a on a regular basis. Uh, <laughs> they have a self-regulated HR. That's right. It's very friendly. I'm HR. HR. Yeah. I'm HR. Sip so, and listen is very HR. friendly. That's right. <laughs> we have a very lax code. <laughs> that's too funny. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Elisa's stuck now. <laughs> Doesn't happen like, often, but it happens. <laughs> Am I blushing? Nice. You're I think blushing. I'm blushing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's I so fake. It's so fake, though. She does it's this fake. on purpose. Per- see? It's fake. See, it's she knows really me. Blushing. Okay, so I we know. did the, seven, the 16th. There's 17. There's 16 personalities. We've done the test. We're mm-hmm. actually almost identical. Really? I'm just more aggressive. Which one are yeah. you? Imagine that. Which one are you? I think the same as you, actually. ENFJ? Yeah. Yes, me too. Except I'm a little more But she's the T- Ah, yes. Tasmanian, and Tasmanian devil. <laughs> yeah, if you got the devil. Did you part. see that? Yes. Does that seem accurate? I saw that. That <laughs> yeah, seems accurate. I'm more tame. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Tame. Yeah. Self control, a little Slightly. bit. Slightly. Yeah. I really? Think the dentist. Yeah. I okay. Think the I difference is right. that I'm more honest about it, and she's like, like <laughs> it's true. There you go. Yeah, that, I I can see that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the authentic stamp. <laughs> I'm totally authentic. She's Bam. like, you. This is what did you get? This is what, what happens. And then when we're together, she's. Mm-hmm. I think mom, it's like strict parents. My from the parents. south, and she's like, "This yeah. is what you get." Strict parents. You have strict parents. Yeah, and Catholic school too. for twelve years. Oh. I did too, though. There's kind of like <gasps> strict oh. southern parents. Yeah, did you do though. Catholic school for twelve years? Mm, all right, I got that. You got really? it. Really? She thought I got that. Oh, okay. Southern okay, so we didn't from... do my verbals and nonverbals. I'm yes, actually going to ask you. Yes. So you, you wanna, tell. So your verbals. Oh, why, why are you taking out notes? Oh, so I was just about to describe something. Wow. <laughs> a therapy session right there. Okay. So your verbals, yeah, you're, elo- you're eloquent, very eloquent. I've heard you speak even at our event, and so the eloquence is there. You know how to, I think you have really good persuasion skills. I think when you want to turn it on, that's what I've assessed on you. You, you can be pretty persuasive. That's so true. Yeah, yeah, is it, yeah. Mr. Wow, I got an See? agreements on yeah. three. Uh-huh. Yeah. Todd's saying I'm nothing. Fine. 
as usual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's a very good skill to have. That's one of the 42. The persuasion? Yeah, that's one of the 42 is persuasion skills. And now, then, the other like personality <laughs> thing that we take, my persuasion is like way up there. Or what? That's, that's top, my persuasion. Oh, yeah. Hmm. yeah. And yeah. the dominance is second. Yeah. Imagine oh, that. Goodness. Imagine <laughs> that. Imagine Wait, that. Wait, was that my verbal or nonverbal? I can't <laughs> <remember>. <laughs> that was definitely nonverbal. You're like, shake your head. Nonverbal communication, though, you're um, from an appearance standpoint, very professional. You've always carried yourself very professional. You do. Yes. yes. I love that about you. And him. so also, you know, we're talking about in our class last week, we talked about power walking, power posing. Did you have power me walking sitting. in the video? No, I didn't have you walk in the video. I will but, send that to you. Okay. So power. I want to see too. your power walk. See, I haven't seen you hey. power walk. Oh, just you wait. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Because I know some. you're walking right now. Sometimes it's a little toned down. But well, I, I hurt my ankle. Is there anything uh, toned down about me? It's the ankle. Yeah. No, no everything's ankle. turned up about you. <laughs> yeah. You already know that. Everything's turned up. <laughs> Way up. Oh, dang. Sometimes I'm like, lower this. <laughs> I try. I try. There's no volume control. No, there's not. There's yeah. some, it's just We've, honest and real. That's right. That's it right. works, though. It works for Carrie, though. It like does. It's, it's an amazing, like, I love being with her because she has this amazing, yeah. like, it's just everyone comes to us. Yeah. It's just an amazing she, magnet. But I could is. not lie to it's you. She's a magnet. I could it's not. Su- she's Saduri. Exactly. She's Saduri. Yeah. She's alluring. Oh, my so God. You're, you're Sedra. Dude, you're, you don't even have to take the class. You're already there. I need to. Oh, yeah. you're going to take the class. I want to. She's going I want to be like taken under your wing. That's right. Right under the wing. Lift we all oh. fly up. Yes, I mean, I am so thinking of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, your nonverbals, there. I want to see your power walk, though. All right, so power and, walk. Uh, yeah, because power walking uh, to be continued. makes a statement when you it walk does. in the well, room. But it's, but it's unfair because of my hurt ankle. Well, I know. So. And not, Girl, no heels. Stop. Sorry, ankle. Yeah, it's definitely no it's heels. Sorry, no ankle. Big difference. Well, you know, if it hurts, you know, you can't add like a little, you know, pimp to you, a little swag. No, it's actually, walks. it's good right now. Oh, okay. It's when I put the heels on for a little too long. You don't have to have heels on the power No, no, walk. I do have to you have do. heels. You do, you do. How, yeah. I, I How stand, could you even do that? I stand corrected. Yes, you do. I, I like, can't power I like walk that. in flats. I like power walking in heels, though. I mean, I don't do power you? walk. Oh, I, do you? I don't power the walk with heels. But I like watching power walk on Saturday. We completely took the show into a different direction. Yes, exactly. Confidence in flight went um, totally, just, it flew we, in a totally different direction. Yeah, yeah. We are not going to arrive where we thought. One we of were us going knew to. that was going to happen. Do you want to guess which one? You, <laughs> Todd. Yeah. I think Todd knew. <laughs> oh, Todd probably knew. <laughs> Todd's Maybe. been assessing all of this. Yeah. All right, Todd. Todd, what are your thoughts? Um, actually, I really enjoyed what you talked about uh, with the change in the office structure nowadays. I mean, even even in our business, you know, we're we're selling to people that are extremely, you know, high net worth right. and they have very different type A personalities and some yep. of them have a, a mentality that I get what I want. Yep. So even when we hire our female staff, mm-hmm. we have to, I have to actually have a very uncomfortable conversation. Why is it them. uncomfortable? Well, because you never know. I mean, especially when somebody's new, you don't know how they're going to take it. Right. Everybody has their own experiences. And so, you know, I can tell you, like, even when, when uh, Rachel was in the room here, came on board, we had to have a conversation about um, attire. demeanor, um, uh, mm-hmm. attire yep. per se. I mean, but I also try, uh, we, we, we like to hire people who are self-employed. So I try to also ask them, what are your likes, dislikes? Um, you know, how do you want to sell? Because I could put everybody in a polo that says ion jets and, and black pants. But sometimes, it, you know, this is a very personality-based business. 
So there's reasons why some clients like to talk to me, but they won't talk to somebody else, and then vice versa. And so when we get people in, especially when we have our female staff, it, it is an uncomfortable conversation sometimes because there are people, and also I will say there's been a few of our female clients that have pushed limits too with some of our male staff. Oh, yeah. And so it kind of goes both ways, but it's, it's, it's a very interesting place in business right now where you have to have those conversations, yeah. but you have to be very kid gloves with it. I mean, I can tell you one story. Um, I, I don't know how much time we have, but there's one story where we did have a female staff that was an extremely beautiful, very talented, uh, very, very amazing woman, and she was treated disrespectfully. And, um, you know, we use that story. I think we talked about that story in training. Um, I mean, he had a $30,000 flight, and uh, I canceled that flight right when I saw her get disrespected. And, uh, you know, that's... I try to put, uh, use that story as a basis of where I expect my staff to be treated. Uh, we could, we've all been in the same office before. We all have a wicked sense of humor, but we all know where that, that limit is too sometimes. Um, but it's a fine balance, I guess. I don't, I don't want to yeah. over-talk it, but it is a fine balance of where you have to be nowadays. You're right. We got a call yesterday from an organization who wants us to come in and teach their concierge and their um, customer service reps how to deal with high net worth clients. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot to do with the nonverbals, but also has to do with the visual when they, the visual communication when they see them. So yeah. that's something that more, if you're dealing with high value customers, high end customers, you need to know how to, how to assess yeah. that. And, and let me it. preface this too. Most of our clients are very extremely amazing men and women and business owners. But they all have but very strong personalities. Some of them have yes. some strong business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And when you're dealing with somebody who's new in this industry and they want to make that sale and, you know, it's amazing what some people can let get away with and you know as as a mentor as a business owner i have to put that stop on it says no you do not deserve to be treated this way or do not bend well this way or that way and that's hard because a lot of these people oh, sorry boy i just hit my <laughs> i got too excited it happens to um but um uh but it's also it's one of those things it's a commission-based business so imagine that you, you where you, you where you could sale, push right? that limit yeah. you don't want to lose that sale you don't want to lose mm-hmm. that whale per se mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's and been... And yet you want to keep your... Integrity, you want to keep yeah. it. Yeah. But, um, and there is companies out there in our realm that use sex to sell. There is, uh, you know, some of our conferences you can go to in the fuel industry especially, everybody is beautiful young women that are around these conferences. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's, I don't want to overtake that conversation, but it's no, interesting but you right, said yeah. it's a very yeah. fine balance of how as a mentor, as a business owner, you have to really treat those situations because right now these are real tense or sensitive i should say conversations very well said integrity is something you can't lose and get back and that's like in my industry and working in advertising that once you lose your integrity you have nothing yeah i mean that's something that's very important first and foremost to give you an example that client that i had to cancel that trip for that particular gentleman um flies on average about four to five million a year and our, 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 our margins are anywhere between 5 to 20%. So you could do the math on that. But it was more important for me, for her to understand that, you know, how you conduct yourself, how you carry yourself, and how you demand respect for yourself is more than that commission. Oh, and it showed you had her back. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day. Um, we have one minute. Oh, whoops. And oh, I'm going to yes. give it to Granison yep. only because of the subject matter. And I think it sometimes also involves the leisures of life. And how is that play into confidence when you have other stimulants involved? 
plays into it a lot because your confidence is in everything and it's affected by everything or can be affected by everything. So, so do you want to know your limits? Oh, yeah. You always ahead of time. Ahead in of business, time. especially. Ahead of time, especially in business. Your limits when it comes to things that you intake or, you, for instance, if you imbibe, you have to understand your limits when you're communicating after you have had a couple of drinks because your communication can, and your confidence can be way different. And, and what's so okay for Carrie may not be <laughs> okay for all. I think it's Absolutely. important to know that you're yes. in control of that. <laughs> you shouldn't be in control. Absolutely. But I, but how many people do we know control. that are not in control of that? That's right? true. Yeah. That's true too. Yeah, yeah even from a business Well, and I think it sometimes also takes an experience to know I am in control of this. Right. And yes. this is not going to work for me. Right. Please stop. Absolutely. Yep. We have to so with that, that, we're actually going to wrap up the show. But I have to say, probably one of my favorite episodes. Absolutely. So thank you, gentlemen, for being. This was fun. Thank you very much for having us. Great guest. And we'll see you guys next week. 